how my views on the GTA 6 leaks changed. I made a few tweets about the situation as my thoughts evolved on the issue. This is the first one I made. Leaked GTA 6 footage looks good. No idea when filmed. Could have been eons ago for all we know. Description suggests a disgruntled employee. That's not true. Uh, hard to imagine. It's fake, but who knows? It, it is real. It's release on the anniversary of GTA 5 suggests that could be a guerrilla marketing, but isn't Rockstar style. I misspelled guerrilla marketing. It's the other spelling of guerrilla. Clearly, given that the source code leaked, this isn't advertising. I still get comments where people say, oh, this is just Rockstar trying to bait uh, attention or whatever. Nah, GTA 6 doesn't need more attention and they're not going to release their source code for that. I wonder why the GTA 6 main characters moved to Vice City and whether the weather influenced their decision. The leaks created more questions than they answered and I hope this is resolved in the upcoming trailer. <laughs> I'm funny. GTA 6 leak initially made me excited because I liked what I saw, was dampened when people pointed out this steals the hype from the official trailer, became just sad learning about the potential negative implications for the devs and game, especially with the source code leak. So as I've said before, I don't know anything about coding. I don't know how significant a source code leak is. I, I know of it as being a bad thing. I know that I, I was unaware of the true ramifications of that. People talking about how it can make it easier for people to, you know, um, hack the game, create cheats and stuff. That seemed bad, uh, but as well, people talking about how the devs might not be able to work at home anymore and Rockstar's going to clamp down even harder and make things a lot more restrictive for the devs. That seems pretty bad. Being not an expert, I can't tell you how significant it is, but just hearing people talk about it. Initially, I thought this was just going to be like a little sneak peek that we just happened to get all fun and games. But now it's like some serious thing where they're leaking the G GTA 5 source code as well. And that could create even stronger mod menus and whatnot. And it's just garbage. No amount of small glimpse of GTA 6 is worth the possibility that it might be delayed or made worse for these leaks. And we don't get the hype of the first look at the trailer because as I've said before I wasn't around when GTA 5 was first announced so I was obviously in existence but I didn't care. I picked up GTA 5 in 2015 with the PC release so I didn't get to be there day one and be like oh my god it's a trailer for GTA 5. I'm still gonna have that experience with GTA 6 but it's probably not going to be as impactful had I not seen anything at all. Have I seen the tweet about Rockstar about the recent leaks? Uh yes. A message from Rockstar Games. Why write this? It, it, it's from the Rockstar Twitter, like who else is it gonna be from? There's a message from Frank, guys. He works in accounting. It's just his opinions, man. Again, a message from Rockstar, okay. They're gonna be 100% sure it's coming from Rockstar Games. I shouldn't be making fun, but you know. We recently suffered a network intrusion in which an unauthorized third party illegally accessed and downloaded confidential information from our systems, including early development footage for the next Grand Theft Auto. At this time, we do not anticipate any disruption to our live game services, nor any long-term effect on the development of our ongoing projects. We are extremely disappointed to have any details of our next game shared with you all in this way. Our work on the next Grand Theft Auto game will continue as planned, and we remain as committed as ever to delivering an experience to you, our players that truly exceed your expectations. We will update everyone again soon, and of course, we'll probably introduce you to this next game when it is ready. We want to thank everyone for their ongoing support through this situation. The Rockstar Games team. I hear that the hacker is like 16 years old or some shit who uh, had been caught before but got like a slap on the wrist. Yeah, it's hard to imagine if it is indeed the dude who also hacked Uber that Rockstar and Uber aren't just going to like take him and chuck him into a wall and he's going to go splat. Rockstar copyright striking me twice for GTA 6 leaks. So as you all know, there were some leaks related to GTA 6 and I made a video where I covered them. Specifically in the video, I did not show any of the leaks. I only talked about what they showed 
my impressions of them, general opinions of the game mechanics and whatnot. Nothing that Rockstar has any copyright for. However, a day-ish after the video had been up, I got a copyright strike. And I was like, well, that's odd. Why would that be so? There's nothing in the video that they could possibly own because it was just me speaking to the camera. There was no additional things added at all. And so I thought, well, maybe it was just an accident, a mistake, you know, just some automated system where a person is working very fast and they just striked it. And so I sent a thing off to YouTube. I sent a, a counterclaim, sent Rockstar a message with the thing that's given to me by YouTube. Two hours later, the claim was lifted. I was like, oh, well, guess it was a mistake. Guess uh, that's all fine then. So 13 hours after they lifted the claim and let my video back up on YouTube, I got a message from Rockstar in my email and they said, we have temporarily revoked the claim and your video should be restored. Please replace the thumbnail image that contains illegally accessed imagery. And they rejected my appeal, which I didn't even think was possible after they had removed the claim and reapplied a new claim, which says my video will be taken down in seven days if I don't delete the video. To be clear, I have seven days to delete the video or I get a copyright strike. If I delete it before then, I obviously don't get one. So the background of my thumbnail was like a very zoomed out picture of the file previews on my PC. So like very, very tiny stilled images of the, cl of, of the clips that leaked, the 90 of them. Already just that alone, you aren't getting any information from that. Nothing at all. But I blurred it to shit. You can see fucking nothing in the thumbnail. It is random blurred colors, meaningless nonsense. And this is what they took down my video for. Somehow when I thought it was just a mistake, I was like, you know, these things happen. That's understandable. No reason to think less of anyone. But knowing that this was an intentional thing to take down tiny, blurred, stilled images that communicate nothing more than like the color scheme of the game is just impressively dumb. I'm sorry. It's even more impressively dumb because there are still videos of the leaks in their entirety on YouTube as there has been since the leaks happened. Some of these have millions of views. They're on trending and my blurred indecipherable nonsense thumbnail was their, their immediate thing that they stru struck. But it's but it gets but it gets worse chat. When the strike was released, I went into overdrive mode thinking what possibly could have caused them to strike the video. And so I determined without them telling me, it might have been a thumbnail. So I replaced the thumbnail that they struck down with a new thumbnail where the background was even more blurred. As in, there is nothing in this thumbnail. If Rockstar was willing to look at this smear of color and see their intellectual property, the people of Rockstar must be the, the smartest artificial intelligence in existence doing like, thousands of parameters a second to calculate how to merge these colors together to form an image that could be discernible by the human eye. And they still wanted that removed. You literally cannot discern a single thing in this background. No, fuck it. I'm going to show it to you. You tell me something about GTA 6 from this. They wait, we must, we must strike this immediately. They're going to know everything about GTA 6. They're just random files. You can't even tell that they're files. As I said in a tweet about this, I'm sorry, Rockstar, I've released that the color blue is used in your game. I've removed the stuff from the background entirely now, and hopefully they'll remove the claim. That's just silly. Will people stay playing GTA 5 when GTA 6 comes out? 
I think GTA 6 is just going to be a superior GTA 5 in effectively every respect. It's going to take a lot of the, as we see from the leaks, a lot of the stuff from Red Dead Redemption 2 that was superior. And, and, and they're just going to make a GTA 5 that's better in GTA 6. So while in previous generations, you saw some people stick with GTA 4, you saw some people stick with San Andreas um, because they preferred those games. I think it's going to be less people this time around because the difference between, you know, San Andreas and GT4 was huge. The difference between GT4 and GT5 was huge. I don't think there's going to be as big a difference this time around. So you aren't going to have as many holdouts for the previous games, especially because of how long GT5 was out without any other games from Rockstar to really compete with it other than Red Dead, of course. So I think there's going to be more clean separation between the generations this time around. I, for one, am not going to stick with GTA 5. We're still a few years out from GTA 6 releasing, and I, I think by then I'll have done everything I want to do with GTA 5. Is the female GTA 6 character attractive? Rate Lucia from 0 to 10 for real? You're talking about the female character from the GTA 6 leaks? I think she's like a 9 or a 10. Obviously, subjective preference in terms of physical appearances and all that jazz, but she's a good-looking woman. Especially as far as games go, or GTA games go, for example. Will people submit speedrun times for GTA 6 Day 1? Traditionally, when a game comes out, the speedrun.com moderators, I mean, it, it depends on the group, of course, but this is usually what happens. There's usually like, what's the word, an embargo, where you can't submit a time for like two weeks or something to give people time to actually enjoy the game rather than people just wanting to pick up a, a world record and say, I had a world record for GTA 6, even though you only had it for like 15 seconds because you happened to submit on like day one or something. Give people time to actually play through the game and for the time to get to something that's actually competitive rather than just a thousand people all submitting their times immediately, clogging up the boards, trying to get world record for that one nanosecond. I have no evidence that's going to happen this time around, but I'd be really shocked if that didn't happen. Do you think any of the old GT5 strategies also work in GTA 6? I believe it will be the same engine, so I'd be very surprised if they didn't. Usually, when the next version of a game on the same engine comes out, the speedrun gets a lot more broken a lot faster because you already have like a laundry list of things to test. An interesting thing is going to be who is going to be a moderator for GTA 6 because... What happened when GTA 5 came out is a lot of the old guard for a lot of the earlier GTA games, they became moderators for GTA 5. They speed ran a little bit, but clearly didn't enjoy it as much as the earlier games. And so all kind of went away. And so at one point we had like the three super moderators on speedrun.com who were doing nothing, where they were basically absent. You had to just like message them and say, hey, yo, stuff's going on. It's part of the reason why I became a moderator at all because they weren't doing anything. And they just needed someone who would be willing to um, uh, check runs and stuff. So it's going to be interesting if like the old guard from the 3D GTAs are going to try and be like, no, 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 we should be the moderators for GTA 6 rather than the moderators for GTA 5 just being carried over. Clearly, I'm going to be bogged down with content creation and stuff. So I probably wouldn't submit to be a moderator for GTA 6. The only reason I would like to, and how, how, the reason why I like continuing being a moderator for GTA 5, is because I consider myself to be fair. I'm not a person interested in like power for power's sake. I'm, I'm willing to do everything democratically all, all the time, even if you know I get overruled on stuff or what have you. I trust myself to do this, why I don't necessarily trust other people. The possibility that something bad happens with the leaderboards for GTA 6, and I'm not gonna have any influence to be able to stop it, would be awful. But I mean, more than likely though, I won't submit myself to be moderator for GTA 6 because I just 
I just won't be active enough, I don't think. Will I speedrun day one with GTA 6? When GTA 6 comes out, the two things I'll probably focus on is no damage and pacifist. Because both of those, once achieved, it's done. There's no more after that. Like you can, you know, speed run the no damage run or whatever, or do it in all different ways and stuff. Speed running goes on forever and sure it will be pain in the ass to catch up, but it's, I think those two things that are more finite should be done first. There is so many things that I could create for GTA 6 immediately. I don't know what I'm gonna do first. I hope that I can bring on like more people as I get round to that. Because GTA 6 is just gonna print money chat. GTA 6 is too far away. Yeah, I don't like to think about it all that much. Because, as you say, years away, and I've still got a lot of stuff to do. Who knows, I might not even be around when GTA 6 comes out. I definitely need to find more editors for that point. And I'll have to accept having a greater amount of being hands-off. As in, right now I do rambles, because I know what I want to say, and I can remove topics I don't want in there, and I can make what I'm saying more coherent just by removing certain things and whatnot. But someone else could do my rambles for me, and it would be 90% as good. They would use their voice for the title cards, or we'd use some text-to-speech thing, whatever. At the end of the day, the first couple of months of GTA 6, the most important thing will be me recording as much stuff as possible and get processed as fast as possible. While I do think I will always do the best work if I do it myself, having things be 90% as good and there just be more of it is definitely preferable. Will the GTA Online 2 servers be good? Nothing Rockstar has done is in any way suggestive that GTA Online 2 for PC isn't going to be as much a shit show as the first GTA Online. They have made so much money, despite how bad the lack of servers are, that maybe they just won't care. And you think like, oh, but like, they made that back in 2013. There's no way in 2022, 2024, whenever the game comes out, whatever, that they're going to have no servers and going to do peer-to-peer again. But you forget that Nintendo still does peer-to-peer. There are multi-billion dollar companies right now still doing peer-to-peer in their games because it is just cheaper. If they go to peer-to-peer again, it's going to be as much a shit show as it was last time. And that's just going to be so fucking sad. People are insane to criticize the way GTA 6 looks from pre-alpha footage. Do I think GTA 6 will be good? Yes. So I saw a lot of people commenting that, oh, people were so critical of GTA 6 based on that alpha footage. I didn't really see any of that. I saw more people saying, I can't believe people are being critical of it than actual people critical of it. Because obviously when I talked about the leaks uh, and what was in them, I just talked about like the features, the things that are likely still going to be there. Because what the game looks like is clearly going to change, but it would be unlikely that like, they would add Eagle Eye into the game and then remove it. They would they would add your ability to prone and then remove it. In that footage, like the, the characters weren't even there. They were like blobs of color and stuff a lot of the time. And the recording was like 720p or some stuff. That was not the thing that should be judged. And even then, what was shown looked fine. In the general sense of you get a, you get a feel for the kind of coloring and what they're going for, you know? An unfinished game doesn't visually look good. Exactly, like I don't think they were loading in all the assets anyway. They were just testing specific things. Will Twitch die out in the next couple of years? You see Twitch going under in the next couple of years? I don't. So I talked to my partner manager at Twitch about Twitch's problem five plus years ago, longer. When I was just a partner, I said to them, look, all of the exposure for the platform comes outside of the platform. As in, everyone learns about Twitch from YouTube. The nanosecond that YouTube gets their act together and adds live streaming, or either that, or tries to cut off 
people who advertise Twitch, you're fucked. You won't get any more people coming to the platform and you'll just slowly die as those on the platform already slowly disappear, like get sick of the platform. You never want your competitors in control of your main source of advertisement, but they never solve that. And so like the recent announcement that Twitch made where they're like, oh, we want our live streamers to also stream on other platforms is likely them realizing like, oh shit, if our streamers are just on Twitch and Instagram creators stream on Instagram, TikTok streamers stream on TikTok and YouTube streamers stream on YouTube, no one's going to move to Twitch. So Twitch will just be forever small and hemorrhage its audience, you know? Would I take a gambling sponsorship? Someone asked me, would I take a sponsorship from Stake, citing someone getting $12 million a year? Anyone who can get a $12 million a year sponsorship from Stake doesn't need a $12 million a year sponsorship from Stake. XQC, for example, probably getting at least $10 million, more than that maybe. But he was already making like $8 million a year anyway. Uh, or was it four? Was it four million dollars a year? I, I can't remember. But he was, he was making many million dollars a year. If I was making $4 million a year, would I take a sponsorship from Stake for $10 million a year? No, I would not. Let's say, though, I was like a person working a nine to five at a local supermarket. And for whatever reason, uh, Stake wanted to sponsor me to stream for my five viewers on Twitch for $10 million a year. Yeah, I take that deal. I put significant consideration towards the harm of others in my own actions, but I have my limits, chat. If, if Stake offered me a billion dollars to stream five hands of blackjack or 10 minutes of slots, obviously I'm going to take that deal. There's going to be a point where the amount of money and the good that I could do with it is so high that to me, it's just going to offset any potential harm that is caused. Those kind of deals don't exist. I am of the belief that everyone has a price, but some people are whores. That's my position on this. I am less likely to judge a person who has nothing just trying to get by doing something a little bit underhanded than I am a person who has no fucking need to grab for more that just grabs for more because they fucking can. Trainwrecks got enough money. He can stop. He doesn't. XQC never had any need to take any gambling sponsorships, but he did fucking anyway. That's the difference. Be sure to like and subscribe. Also leave a comment if you have something on your mind. My feed gives them to me from all over my channel. It doesn't matter how old the video is. I wish you all the best.